Hey there, and welcome to Seasons of Life, the podcast. It's your host, A. Margot Blair, and I am so excited that you are here to learn and grow as we explore conversations around identity restoration, personal development, and spiritual growth. Let's dive in. Before we dive into our discussion on biblical self-care, I wanna reiterate that existing self-care approaches are not bad. However, many do not prioritize faith. And that's really the difference between secular and biblical or sacred self-care. I wanna also mention that a lot of the practices for self-care today point to new age spiritual practices such as manifestation or the law of attraction. Again, not inherently bad, but these practices do not teach and equip Christian participants with biblical guiding principles. As well, they conflict with Christian precept as they don't point the Christian participant back to God, or they don't encourage the Christian participant to consult with God, the one who gave them the vision in the first place. Biblical self-care, on the other hand, does this. Biblical self-care focuses on God's power working in and through his people for his glory. Christian women, those who would practice biblical self-care, understand that restoration does not happen by their own efforts. And this is why biblical self-care is fundamentally important for Christian women to practice. As I'm introducing you to a Bible-based approach to self-care, it makes sense for us to get straight into the word of God. There are several points to emphasize in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 through 10, and they're as follows. The first is that Christ's power is strongest when we are weak. If Christ keeps giving us his power, we need to be willing to tell others about how great he's been. That's the second part. And the third is that when we are weak. We are actually strong. I'll tell you now that 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 9 through 10 demystifies that saying that we all have likely heard, God won't put more on you than you can bear. I wrestle with this saying because most people misinterpret this scripture. What God is saying in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13 is that we will be faced with temptations. However, it won't be more than we can bear because he gives us what we need to endure and overcome the temptation we face. This is the reason for us to draw near to God in the first place. If we went around the room to share our testimonies where we discovered or discussed 10% of our life before Christ and 90% of the things that have transpired since Christ has stepped in, well, that we have allowed Christ to step into our lives, I am certain that we would have countless examples of God's redemptive power. 
these examples serve as evidence of the need of finding our strength in Christ, in Christ alone. This leads me to sharing with you three reasons to invest into your personal development. The first is that you have a, the knowledge, the, you have the experience, or you even have a lesson to share with others who are facing a challenge that you have overcome. But you question whether you are qualified to make a transformative and lasting impact in the lives of others. The second reason to invest into your personal development is that you want a practical and repeatable plan that allows you to uncover and uproot or dismantle the beliefs, the habits, and the decisions that no longer serve you in this season where God has you. The third reason to invest into your personal development is that even after having worked with other life coaches, experts, or healthcare professionals, you may have experienced some transformation, yet you know something has been missing. You desire more than a Googleable lesson on mindset and the new age practices that do not align with your core values. Now, this is not to throw shade or throw anybody under the bus. But the reality is you have yet to find an experience that uses both biblical principles as well as practical personal leadership development strategies that you can apply to your personal and professional life immediately. This leads me to part one of why we are here today to discuss what is a faith-informed approach to personal development. What is self-care? <laughs> I'm certain that this topic can go in many directions. So when I say faith-informed, I mean rooted in biblical texts. And when I say personal development, I am referencing self-care for Christian women. What exactly is self-care? I see self-care as the ability for an individual to prioritize their health, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, and that they're able to learn the coping strategies to navigate through life effectively or without the support of a healthcare professional. I believe it's important for us to provide a bit more context in order to really understand the nuances between secular and sacred self-care. I'll address this now because I'm sure there's an elephant in the room. I'm not suggesting that one is bad or better than the other. What I am saying is that Christian women can benefit from a personal development approach that aligns with your morals. With this, it's important to understand that sacred self-care tends to benefit the individual. Sacred self-care, on the other hand, focuses on God's redemptive power working in and through us for his glory. 
Again, secular self-care is not bad. It is good to take time for yourself. It is good to have Sabbath and take rest. It is good to go get pampered, get your nail done, get your hair done and everything done. But the difference is the motive and the outcome after the self-care experience. And again, with sacred self-care, it is an opportunity for you to recharge, to then go out continuing to fulfill your purpose. For Christian women, our restoration does not happen without the hand of God on, in, and guiding us through our lives. And for this reason, we are lobbying for sacred self-care. So here we are. To put it plainly, a Bible-based approach to self-care is designed to teach, equip, and lead women to overcome adverse life experiences, restore your identity, develop new habits, because research shows that we cannot get rid of old habits, the habits that are bad, the habits that no longer serve us. But what we can do is introduce new habits. And when we take on the new habits and continue to put them into practice, over time, those new habits override those old habits. Again, they never go away. But by putting new ones into practice, we can lead more effective lives. And the final point of a Bible-based approach to self-care is that we are able to learn to focus, follow one course until successful, as you lead from a place of rest. Here's the truth. Whether you are a corporate professional, a new or seasoned entrepreneur, or you're a professional homemaker, you may find yourself inconsistent in your devotional time, unsure how to grow spiritually, questioning whether you are qualified to fulfill the purpose that God has deposited and predestined you for. You are doubting your decisions, battling with identity issues, insecurity, or even your self-worth. You may even find yourself procrastinating, being stuck or stagnant, and even failing to set or maintain your personal and or professional boundaries. If you can resonate with any of these experiences, it is time for you to learn a personal development approach that aligns with your morals one that allows you to reinforce your beliefs using biblical principles, develop new habits, and become disciplined in your decision-making. Let us take a look at the framework behind the Bible-based approach to self-care. Today, I'm here to introduce you to this Bible-based approach to self-care. This three-part Bible-based approach to self-care is designed to teach, equip, and lead women to overcome adverse life experiences, restore your identity, and develop 
new habits as you learn to focus and lead from a place of rest. The foundation of this approach concentrates on reshaping your beliefs, developing new habits, and making disciplined decisions. The first core area of this Bible-based approach to self-care is identity restoration. It focuses on our beliefs, reshaping them and reinforcing our beliefs using biblical principles so that we can ultimately find freedom in Christ. Here we use scripture to explore identity. And a good reference to start is Galatians chapter five. The second core area is personal development, where we focus on developing new habits, where we're able to break free from strongholds that have been holding us back for far too long. When discussing personal development, we use scripture to explore self-care. A good reference for you is Colossians chapter three. I like the amplified version for, for this one. And the third core element, and the third core area is spiritual growth. Here, we learn to focus and lead from a place of rest in order to grow in spiritual maturity. When we are going through scripture, as we focus on spiritual growth, we are exploring spiritual disciplines. And a great passage to reference is Psalm 119. Again, in the Amplified version. We covered quite a bit as we discussed a faith-informed approach to personal development. You learned three reasons to invest into your personal development. You learned the nuances between secular and sacred self-care. As well, you were introduced to the three core elements of this Bible-based approach to self-care. I want to encourage you to remember this. We must choose to view our life experiences in a way that allows us to learn, grow, and use them to catapult us into the next season of our lives. In your journal, I encourage you to pray over and write your response to the following question. After learning about this Bible-based approach to self-care, what stood out to you the most? As a reminder, before you respond, you can pray this prayer. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your grace as I continue to learn to understand and obey, which is to hear, to listen, and to trust you. Thank you for opening my heart to be receptive of how you want to grow me up in this season of my life. As I respond to this reflection question, 
Show me what you want me to see. Identify the areas I may be missing. May you receive all the honor and glory for what you will produce through me to lead others to experience, learn, and to grow in relationship with you. In Jesus' mighty and powerful name we pray. Amen. We are grateful you decided to tune in to Seasons of Life, the podcast. If you want to learn more about this biblical approach to self-care, we invite you to join us inside of Seasons of Life, the introduction, a 90-minute on-demand training where we introduce you to a faith-informed approach to personal development. In addition to a discussion around biblical self-care, we also unpack adverse childhood experiences, otherwise known as ACEs, and the impact ACEs can have on your adult life if they're left unresolved. We look forward to seeing you inside of Seasons of Life, the introduction, as well on the next episode of Seasons of Life, the podcast. Until then, God bless.